0: All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome
1: to Bull Bear Radio.
2: Market pricing is nuts.
1: Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber.
2: Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle.
1: WBI brings you wealth-building market insights.
0: Hi, I'm Matt Schreiber and this is Bull Bear Radio. We're fully caffeinated over here. I got Don Schreiber here. Don,
2: what are you up to today? About 10 on the caffeine meter. 10 on it? You're on 10 on yeah. the caffeine meter? You know, I flew back uh, from the West Coast last night and Ooh, I was a jet-lagged baby. Yeah. I mean... I was faced it. Somebody ran over me with the dump truck. I just heard, you know, for
0: for uh, when you're jet lagged, you know, you need to take a, you know, like a day off. A day off? Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, they were no, like, no. It, it, takes, it takes a day to catch up. It's so you, not in our employee manual. Might as, well, might as well take a day off. <laughs> not in our employee manual. Uh, who made that employee manual up? You probably did. No, I don't think so. I think that was you. You're, you're the master of the universe. The master of disaster.
2: The guru of good things.
0: Gu- the guru of good things. I yeah. love it. I love it. Uh, What's going d- on, man? What's going gu- on? Dude, guess who's back? Our friends from a couple of years ago. Do you, do you remember this? When the, the, the podcast first started, talking a lot about uh, you know that acronym,
2: fang
0: the fang is back baby tech stocks have been driving the return for the market again this year through last friday the spy which is a proxy for the s&p 500 it's one of the largest etfs out there tracks the s&p 500 index up 3.35 uh, percent through last friday you want to guess how much tech companies uh you know comprised that return or made up that return of
2: I bet it's a lot. It, it is. It is. I bet it's a lot.
0: Hey, hey, how about 2.48%, man? 70%. Yeah, wow. Whoa. Yeah, man, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, you know, the top six, so per- 70%, dude, dude It's check been this. driven
2: by the tech trade. Yeah,
0: dude, check this. Can you say tech bubble? Well, the top six performing names this year. Tech names: They're Amazon, Microsoft, Netflix, Apple, Cisco, and Nvidia. Cisco, that buyback bonanza stock. Yeah. Now check this out. Check this out. Trailing 12-month PEs on these these phenomenal uh, stocks. Amazon, 339. Microsoft, 27, which is above the trailing 12 months for the s which is 25. Netflix is 236. You do not have to check your, your uh, settings on your stereo here. This is the real deal, people. Apple's at 18, pretty reasonable. Cisco's at 21, so a little less in market. And Nvidia, 54. So I would say if you took these up, averaged them all out, divide by six, we're, we're well above the trailing 12-month P.E. of 25. Way above. It sounds like we're about 100 times earnings on average. Well, it's 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 that's, it's close. Let me tell you. And and the top six names here uh, comprise approximately fifty percent of the three point three five percent return. So the it, top how many names? Top six. Oh my god. Those six per top six performers. Talk names about are a crowded return. Trade.
2: Crowded,
0: dude. There's not enough room for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's that crowded, man so that, yeah the tech names man they're they're really driving returns you go further down the list and names you know like google are there and adobe intel um facebook's down the list facebook today as as we sit here is getting taken out greater out to the woodshed and chopped up a little bad news on facebook today bad news, bad news hey man i'll tell bad. you what you know, we usually are a in misappropriation a, of uh, you know, of informata, information, information, yeah, data, uh-huh. yeah, information. I would uh, say that probably uh, within a couple of days they'll see Zuckerberg on Capitol Hill, and he'll be getting taken out to the woodshed and chopped up by uh, America's favorite senators and
2: such. I bet. You know, hey, you know, one of the things that's happened recently is we've seen this big shift from the Goldilocks uh, environment where The market's been, for years, ignoring bad news. You know, it's well, like bad it's news, like, news man. Bad but news bad is, news has been good news. Bad news is good news. Good news has good been news, better than bad news. <laughs> good news about. is great news. Jeez. Right now, we don't have that. We have a, uh, a kind of a negative news cycle. The market's really paying attention. You know, paying attention to the Fed possibly yeah, raising Jerome rates. Yeah, Jerome Powell, got, man, man going to be Wednesday. sitting in the chair on Wednesday, dude. Bet, yeah.
0: Everybody's expecting a rate hike here. Yeah, what do it, you think? It's a Jerome Powell show. Do you think he? Hey, you know, the dot plot still says We're three. Diff- I think but gonna, he says maybe 4 we're going to get a
2: rate hike. Going to get a rate hike. Yeah. Whether or not they come out 100% and say, chance of rain
0: rate hike here Don Schreiber 100%.
2: They, listen, if they've got their uh panties in a twist. You know, they might The fruit of the looms. The fruit of the looms, right? <laughs> they got their fruit of looms Jockey a shorts bit. are a little tight maybe. Yeah, maybe. a you little. Know, so yep, yep got to get it done, right? If they go to a lot four, of pressure there. If they go to a four rate hike posture, the markets in big trouble, guys.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know, should we, people be worried about the Fang phenomenon? Should should we Absolutely. be worried? Absolutely. I hey
2: the last time sure, man. last time I saw anything I feel like A little this. funky
0: after the ten cups of coffee I've drank uh, this well, drank drank this morning. It was nineteen ninety nine. We <laughs> gone, had, to, gone there we had and this, drank it.
2: We had this huge tech bubble. Right. Same thing happening. The tech stocks were driving the market higher. That's right. Huge returns. Nasdaq index up 85 percent. The S&P, by the way, was only up 26 percent for that year. But if you can imagine today, the tech trade, because of the passive crowded index trade is driving the S&P 500 much more than it was back in 1999. We have a tech bubble that's even bigger because of the cap-weighted passive index trade. So look, you know,
0: Amazon's up 34% this year. Microsoft's up 11. You got Netflix up 65 and change. So uh, Apple's up 5.6. It's the worst performing of the top four there. Cisco's up 18 and change this year. And NVIDIA's up 20. 29.53 so a lot of these uh stocks are way up uh on the year what if they're not way up anymore (laughs) oh man the the sound effects aren't deep enough on the soundboard here that was don schreiber here he thinks uh markets going going in the toilet (laughs) Uh, gonna blow up if uh (laughs) wow that was pretty good so, dude, we got 499 companies reporting in the S&P 500, up 7.75% on revenue growth, earnings at 14.35. Not much of a change from last week. But, hey, we got a couple hundred more names in the Russell 2000 reporting. and. Revenue growth, 9.15%. Earnings growth, 37.45%. Pretty strong with hey, uh, you know, 1879
2: they're... and 1945 reporting. That's hey, pretty crazy, huh? You bet. I mean, the numbers uh, for earnings season for the fourth quarter just keep getting better. And if the first quarter looks anything like the fourth quarter... Should be good thing for the market. right? Should be great for the market. You would think it would drive the market higher... But in fact, we got the Fed negative and Facebook news and, overtone. Oh man! You know we've got everybody Mueller investigating the
0: president yeah. for Russia collusion. Amen. Man, are they going to put up a you know a tower in Moscow or not? I mean, well, come listen, on, if man, you who were if,
2: if you were the opposition, you'd like to have that negative storyboard about all the time, all the time, all the time, man. The, time, man. And the problem is, it's starting to weigh on people. I don't know about you, but I am sick, sick and tired hearing about this well maybe made a fake investigation you know they can't find anything but they keep it running and it's part of the big news cycle I mean talk about anxiety everybody must have you know dude we're we're like we're still we need we need like some Xanax for the entire world here dude the federal government still trying to put
0: Lance Armstrong down for you know uh, you know taking some drugs we're still paying you know uh spending taxpayer money on 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 Lance Armstrong for god's sakes when, when crazy they get a, stuff yeah, crazy when they crazy, dude crazy. when they get a when they get a bone you got to you know gnaw on it for a long time until it's gone right anyway anyway moving along so uh guys uh you know residential construction man the yeah, headline man. number looks soft right we're we're looking at this. This is an indication. This has been a growing segment of our economy over the last, you know, couple of quarters. It's been a bright spot. Private and only, uh, privately owned housing units uh, with building permits in February were seasonally adjusted at an annual rate of 1.298 million. It's a 5.7 percent decrease from where we were at in January at 1.377 million. But it's also up from the previous year. I'm getting confused, man. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? What do you think about housing starts? Privately owned housing starts for February were uh, up. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, so that's that's a good thing actually up 4% from the previous year. So
2: that that seems good to me. Housing completions are up, but it's mixed data. What should we make of this? Well, mixed data, I think you're seeing the mixed data is the effect of rising interest rates, especially in the mortgage sector. Mm. So, you know, when you got uh, mortgage rates popping higher... You know, know, financing for these projects too, right? Yep. People can't afford, you know, to buy as many uh, new or end and or expensive houses. So if you think about it, you know, everybody's been building more and more and more expensive housing because we've had the low, low, low interest rates Yeah, and a payment, you know, you're, 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 based on your uh, payment calculator, you could buy more house. Yeah, this was out last week, too. Housing prices
0: are up significantly yet so again
2: this past month. As rates rise, your payment calculator starts to fail you because you can't buy the kind of value the houses that you want. It fails you, but it, it ends up being good for the bank. The bank the bank doesn't think it's a failure. It's going to be bad for the builders, I can tell you that. It's going to be bad for builders, yeah. bad for homeowners. That's why right? we have mixed data, right? That's so mixed, mixed data, data, we're at the inflection point where uh, mortgage rates haven't quite gotten high enough yet to really shut down U.S. housing construction. So it's so coming. It's coming. Can, it's wages, coming. That's can coming. wages
0: rise? Can wages rise in lockstep with this so people can pay...
2: You know, the higher cap mortgage calculation here is is that is that pie in the sky? Well, I think that you know the the tax uh, act is going to give uh, um, most people a raise, you know, after tax. Uh, you know, the should help with the tables right? were adjusted, but Hey, you don't get those, those healthy deductions you were
0: getting too, though. Right. Well, I don't know about you, but you know, you're talking about more expensive, the poor
2: uh, folks in, you know, New York and New Jersey with the high property taxes and pretty much uh, high average median housing costs. Yeah. Those Californian folks are really going to get nailed too. We're, huh? we're getting our face ripped off. Yep, I don't yep. know about you, but it, it's hurting me. I got faced
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of hurts. Does. I'm, I might have to take a
2: break from the show I think, here and, I think, <laughs> and, and cry in my coffee cup. I think, you know, raising taxes and raising taxes and raising taxes is somehow un-American.
0: Well, you know, let's let's talk about American here. American industry, right? Is uh, industrial production rose 1.1 percent in February. That's good, right? Manufacturing good. increased 1.2 percent. Mining output jumped, you know, 4.3 uh, percent. That's mostly off oil and gas. Utilities fell because it's been a, a mostly a warm winter around the country, except for I think we're supposed to get, uh, according to the European model, dumped uh, like a foot of snow in New York and New Jersey. Hey, this, you know, this, somebody uh, should check the weather
2: report because the nor'easters keep rolling in. There. I know, man. You know, I mean, so I don't know why. Why the utility uh, uh, stuff fell. I think this is actually February. If you go to March, I think, I think maybe it's going to be up. Utilities it's gonna be up are going to be looking 7%. pretty darn good. It's going to be strong, yeah. You know, hey, the 1%— Right, 1 right about
0: now, they've got, uh, you know, the biggest winter storm of the season is about to hit the West Coast. I mean, absolutely going to be— Monster. It's going to be a monster. That's yep. good. You know, in, lots of rain, lots of snow. I feel bad for the folks in Santa Barbara, California, and Montecito, and, and uh, you know, that whole area that— uh, That fire ravaged area is going to be going to be difficult. Uh, Probably a lot more mud sliding
2: around. Well, the the rain will be bad, but you know we what we have up in the mountains, we need more uh, snowpack. We got a really light uh, uh, season for building up the snowpack, which is really where well, all the drinking water where, comes from. Depending you know? on
0: where you are. I, I mean, like uh, Jackson Hole got more snow in the, the opening months this year. Basically, a whole season's worth of snow early. So it really depends on... Well,
2: I, I know up in the mountains in Arizona, right? Yeah. Um, you, you typically have, by this time of year, about 80 inches of snowpack. We only have 30. Yeah, well... So we're 50 inches of snowpack under... Which is going to make it uh, pretty thirsty come summertime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Empire, you know, manufacturing uh, is up. Industrial
0: production's up, uh, you know, month over month for the last several months. These are all good things. Uh, But I got a question for you. Capacity utilization, right? Uh, These are some terms a few years back that were given heavy weight, you know, by the markets and what people were talking about. It, it, we don't hear that nearly as much, that term utilize, capacity utilization. That means, you know, how much uh, of the industrial you know juggernaut here we're utilizing in the United States right now we're at seventy five point eight which is up, you know, uh, pretty good. But it's not near the long term run rate from nineteen seventy two to uh, you know twenty seventeen, which is seventy nine point eight. We're far below that. And by the way, in the mid eighties, mid nineties, we were at eighty five percent. So Don, tell us is this is this something that uh, we should see a continued rise in with some of these Trump policies here, or
2: or is this an Insignificant number these days no when you have um, uh, you know rising uh, industrial production and increasing capacity utilization you've got the best situation so you know utilization uh, uh, is up about seven tenths uh, in February according to um, you know uh, my report from um, BEA um, it's uh, we're at seventy eight point one percent really up significantly since uh, over the last couple of years. That's a good thing. So I think that you know, with cap capacity utilization rising, uh, industrial production generally trending higher, and we've been in a soft spot. So the effect of the tax act, the fiscal stimulus side of the equation, has not been felt yet. We're not going to feel that in the economy for another couple of months. And at the same time, the Fed's been raising rates. That'll slow the economy down. So it's not surprising to me that we've hit a soft patch in terms of retail sales. You know, consumers are finding it a little bit more difficult to find, you know, uh, money to purchase more goods and services to drive consumption. And you know, on the uh, business side, we're you know we're probably not going to see a big number on gdp just because we haven't seen the effect of stimulus yet i think that's coming okay so let's let's talk a little bit about uh, stimulus in in
0: regards to you know the consumer stimulating the economy here the university of michigan's consumer sentiment numbers at 102 right now the all-time high uh per bloomberg charting is is around 107 i gotta say here though Do you know when, Don, the last time we eclipsed this 102 mark was? Do you know? No. 1999. Oops. Yeah, no kidding. So, and it's only been above 102 a handful of times. I looked a little further here, right? I was interested. Tell us, Professor
2: Matt. University
0: of Michigan, you know, is I got to put my money to work. I'm going to go buy something, and what am I going to buy? So, it's not necessarily the feeling, but. You know, when you go to the consumer uh, board con- consumer confidence number, we're at 130.8, which is really, really high. Like 120 is a high level for that number historically. And we've only been above 120 for an extended period of time uh, a couple other times in history. Uh, Before now. Before now, right. So one was the late 90s, which University of Michigan uh, was also high. 120, if you plot that th- uh, thing back, the last time we were above 120 was 1969, man. So this is, we're in like rarefied air for how good the consumer feels here. And guess what happened right after we were at an extended 120 and above level? Uh-oh, I got a bad feeling about this. <sighs> Yeah, you know, these charts, charts don't lie, man. Uh, recession. 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 Within a within a couple right of away. years. Oh, a couple of years. A, within a couple of years after hitting 120. Oh, you got go, a big you sigh go for a couple of, of years oh, and, and you, you hit recession. We got, we got
2: a couple of years, folks.
0: A couple of years before before the the market takes a, a nosedive.
2: Yeah, well, we, we thought that, you know. Per, the, per, per these charts. 2019 is going to be a tough year. That kind of lines up with our forecast. Uh, you know, the economy uh, could feel the uh, weight of additional Fed increases. Here's a thought, man. We talked about this last time. You know, interest rates, the last time they went up, like 500 Significantly, percent Significantly, like 500 yeah, yeah. percent was in and about to go up a
0: little bit more 2007,
2: yep. right yep, and we're already up 500 percent from 0.25 percent on the federal funds rate to one and a half, and they're talking about maybe four rate hikes yikes this year with their 25 which would be a full basis percentage points. Point. That's a full percentage point. so we're going from 25 basis points in this rate hike cycle to now, yep. two and a half. Where does that put the 10-year treasury? Where does that put long-term treasuries? And what's that going to do in terms of interest rate pressure on mortgages and the cost of companies to pay the debt that they've taken on recently? And same thing for consumers. All of a sudden, you got to really ask yourself, is, is your th- portfolio all gas, no breaks? All gas, no brakes. So oh my we're, we're goodness! Gonna, we're going to come back. You have at the pedal you. to the metal, at, trying to chase return. We're going to come back. Get that fang. Okay, performance. okay. Calm
0: down, Don Trevor. We're going to take a quick break. We'll we'll be back about uh, is your portfolio all gas, no breaks? Right after the break here.
1: Do you need income? When you retire, your portfolio will need to generate income that keeps pace with inflation. Nearly three decades ago, WBI developed the Retirement Income Strategy, a separately managed account, to help investors successfully achieve their goals in retirement. WBI's Retirement Income Strategy is designed to provide investors with relatively high current income, a rising income stream to keep pace with inflation, and active risk management to protect capital from large losses and bear market cycles. Call for more info at 800-772-5810 or visit wbiinvestments.com.
0: All right. So, is your your portfolio all gas, no breaks at the moment? And Don and I have been out talking to advisors a lot lately, and clients for that matter, out on the road talking to folks. And
2: it would seem everybody wants wants all the gas. But but what happens? When- Everybody's interested in chasing that. Uh, you know, passive index trade higher and higher and higher. I mean, especially I, those been, tech stocks, man. Everybody's like, yeah, getting crazy about and, and the tech stocks. I, I mean, I had
0: an advisor talking to me about how well his investment was uh, performing for clients in, you know, the SP, you know, tech uh etf last week and he's like yeah you should like put all your money in this thing this thing's been the best performing yada 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 and i'm like well what was it down in 2008 guess what It was down in 2008 like 40 some odd percent for the calendar year it was like 38 percent, man are, are you gonna lose half your money here i mean if if well, listen, your, you know- your portfolio is all gas no brakes one of the things that's interesting gotta is- Got to have a little risk protection in there, man.
2: Investors are really, really interested in chasing returns And they force their advisors into you know return chasing investments like this. Got to get more return, You know, man. they tell their advisors, I want more, uh, you know, I told you I was conservative, but, you know, hey, listen, I want the returns, let's get more aggressive. This is a great opportunity for advisors to show their value proposition- Yeah, man, don't capitulate. By not capitulating right. to what investors want, you know- you're investors. a financial advisor. Invest Investors tend to get insane about chasing return at the end of market cycles. Really insane. Insane in the and membrane, And usually man. it sets them up for huge losses, bigger than average. In 2000 it's through song, 2002, S&P 500 down 50%. In 2008, early 2009, S&P down 57%. Investors who are looking to change chase these returns higher are the same people that are more risk adverse adverse than ever because of these two bear market cycles. As a matter of fact, I was on a uh, panel presentation with um, uh, the- the They had you come speak? Yeah. Chief investment officer from uh, Principal was there too. And on the way into the panel uh, presentation- you know, uh, they said, "Hey, you know, we just did a study. We surveyed 3,000 investors and we were really surprised by the answer." The question that we surveyed was, "How much down market loss are you willing to take before you bail and fail on your An investment?" And the investors said they'll take all of it, right? No, investors said he said the the answer really surprised them that they investors indicated that down 15 everybody's out. Really? Down 15. Down 15. That's down 15%. It. Hey, did you know that the long-term standard
0: deviation for the markets for the S&P 500, somewhere in that range, which means it fluctuates between up 15 and down 15, like all the time?
2: It's been single digits. It's, it's single not, digits for the it. last three or this five years. This isn't about volatility. It's not about standard deviation. It's about losing your capital, which is never a good thing well, to What do. I'm saying
0: is the normal volatility just the normal volatilities in that band, so bef- 15.
2: Before you capitulate and you uh, you know take adv- uh, investors to a more aggressive position, ask them to confirm for you how much down market loss they're willing to take right now. On their investments, and the way to do this is really easy. Make it capital oriented because the number take, doesn't doesn't mean anything until you make it a, a, a the their, money, capital, their, their capital, their entire capital base. Take all their money. So if they have two million, five hundred thousand dollars invested, do the calculation: down five percent, down ten percent, right? right? So down ten percent, that's two hundred and fifty thousand. Will you take? Watch your account value go down by two hundred and fifty thousand, which is only ten percent. And I can tell you. We do this all the time, and people start to lose a quarter of a million dollars, baby. Down a quarter of a million dollars. Down
0: 20 is down a half a million bucks. And you you won't find
2: people that are really interested in losing a half a million in cash to try to buy and hold this market. That's right. Or to chase returns higher. You have to reset their thinking. People tend to get a little crazy here. And, you know, investors always do the same thing and hope for a different result, which if you look that up in the dictionary is the definition of insanity, doing the same I've heard thing that before. And, and expecting a different result. So be an advisor, be a really good value-added partner. And if you're a client,
0: client. If, you, if you're an individual investor, listen to this, listen to your advisor.
2: And if they're not helping you curb your exuberance, to make sure, yep. And to make sure that you you got the wrong advisor.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what should people do here? What, what what should they do if their portfolios all gas, no breaks at the moment, meaning there's no risk protection there. They're you know loaded up on S and P 500, S and P 500 tech stocks, Russell 1000 thingamajigger. If they're all loaded up on index you know oriented stuff,
2: what should they do? What should so, you do right now? You know, it's interesting. Um, one of the major uh, Uh, Mutual fund companies that has slam on the slam on the gas pedal a little bit more Target target triple up target date funds was uh, on CNBC this morning They were talking about changing their investment allocation because every major Investment company and investment bank has come out recently and said my goodness folks Investors out there get ready for a major bear market cycle Now they're not saying that it's gonna happen this week or next week, but they're saying you should get ready And the portfolio manager who was responsible for these target date funds from um, one of the largest mutual fund managers in the world indicated that what they were doing is they were raising cash. They're going to sit in more and more cash as this overvalued cycle matures. Now, if you do sit in cash, sit in cash, and the market goes higher, those folks are going to have a hard time keeping the investors that they have. Right now, we think the best strategy is to, you know, hedge and to start to think about raising cash. how's How's an individual investor gonna hedge? You gotta find the right investment manager. This is not a game that you go in there. It's not DIY. Do it yourself, bro. This is you better have the right investment manager who has the right I can't watch that management channel, huh? system and process. For, for my finances. No, man. That's not CNBC, right? Hey, listen. Right? Have you seen what happens when somebody tries to renovate their house by themselves? You know, these mm, that's that p- Homes on Home show, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's got to come in there. and He's like, <laughs> this comes in and he- was done all wrong. I'm going to come in here and save your house and your whole life. Exactly. You're lucky it didn't burn down around your shoulders same thing with your money get the right professionals burn down around your shoulders get help it's looked really easy you know when the market makes investing
0: look easy does that mean the whole house burns down and you just watch it it burns from your shoulders down okay. and you
2: watch it get off the house oh man get off the house when the markets make investing look easy yeah right mhm the it's danger 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 zone right stranger investing danger. is never easy Sometimes the market, because it's trending higher for a really long period of time, mm-hmm. confuses investors by making it look really easy. Yep. That's just about the time like when the, the wheels 90s. fall off. Like
0: the 90s when you could throw a, a dart at the Wall Street Journal and make hey, 20%,
2: 1995 right? to 1999, 20% plus a year. Oh, my easy.
0: goodness. It looked easy. Yeah, and we heard from him. Consumer confidence goes to, you know, through the roof, all-time Investors time highs, chasing all returns. Kind of stuff, oh, yep.
2: my God. You know, and we heard comment after comment. And, you know, advisors may be hearing this now. Any idiot could get 20% on their investments. Yeah. If you can't do that for I'm me, your Advisor, man, I'm, I'll go someplace I heard else. That. I
0: heard that on the phone not long ago from, from uh, an advisor's client. You know, I expect my account to always go up. This is quote unquote. I want my account to
2: always go up and never go down. So here's what we need to do. We need to say to investors, check it. How much down market loss are you willing to take? You know, and- Take their 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 capital balance, put it up on a board, right? Yep. Like we said, and then just show them how much a five percent, a ten percent, a fifteen percent, a twenty percent. And then try and build a
0: portfolio
2: that's that's built around making sure we don't violate that risk tolerance, right? that's, That's that's what it's all about. Outcome based investing. All right trying to control down market loss and still participate in up market gains that's what we do here at so WBI. so guys that's
0: bull bear radio for this week it's a wrap thanks for listening uh check us out we're on twitter wbi ceo wbi president bull bear radio uh and and uh we're on itunes google play and all the right spots to listen to us thanks again for listening this week we'll see you back here next week this is bull bear radio where each week you can count on our real market news and advice. Catch all of our podcast episodes at wbiinvestments.com.
1: Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of WBI may own stock discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly in this podcast, is suitable for all accounts, are profitable all the time, and there is always a possibility of loss. Moreover, you should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a receipt of or as a substitute for personalized investment advice from wbi or from any other investment professional to the extent that you have any questions regarding the applicability of any specific issue discussed to your individual situation please consult with wbi or the professional advisor of your choosing this information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable accuracy cannot be guaranteed information pertaining to wbi's advisory operations services and fees is set forth in wbi's disclosure statement in part 2a of form adb a copy of which is available upon request